the reality of phantoms and monsters. They exist among us, and sometimes they win. Even the devil was an angel once. The world has its own rules, and these rules are not human. Some of us seek answers to the origin and existence of cryptids and the unexplained. Join us as we venture beyond the known and accepted boundaries. Welcome to our nightmare. I think you're going to like it. Hey, folks, good evening, and welcome to Phantoms and Monsters Radio Personal Reports. I will narrate and discuss some of the cryptid and unexplained sightings and encounters submitted to Phantoms and Monsters, as well as the Phantoms and Monsters 14 research team. So thanks for joining me. Now, the Phantoms and Monsters radio channel is made possible by you clicking on the subscribe and like button and by you sharing our programming. Super chat and super thanks donations are always appreciated. You can click the dollar icon located below the chat box. The Buy Me a Coffee link is also on the channel. And uh, thanks for your consideration. Now, I want to welcome all new members to the channel, as well as first-timers in the chat. If you're listening to me for the first time, please like and subscribe to the channel. Set your notification and bell icon so you receive word when new presentation is live or being posted on the channel. Now, if you're in the chat and you have a question, please use all caps. I'll try to get to each one after my presentation. I will let you know when I'm on the last account so you can start posting on the chat so I don't miss it. So tonight we're going to be talking about <laughs> alien medicine, alien healers. You know, over time, there have been various accounts of uh, extraterrestrials or alien beings assisting in healing afflicted humans. Now, many of the accounts are hard to fathom. Uh, there are a few that make one wonder about the authenticity of the claims. I suppose it may be a matter of faith, actually. Religious people would believe that a divine spirit interceded and performed a miracle. Folks who uh, reject traditional organized religion, including many who refer to themselves as spiritual, like myself, may uh, state that divine healing is extraterrestrial intervention. I realize that the example I'm about to detail are just a small sample of the claims available, though I have had direct contact with each of these experiencers I'm going to detail tonight. So relax, listen, and contemplate the accounts. I will uh, present the report in detail and afterward I'll attempt to answer your questions from the chat. So the first account, a British woman recalls her experience with alien beings and a surgical procedure that she endured during an abduction. She believes that the aliens saved her life as a result. Uh, she states, I'm back home in the UK in my little cottage with my baby boy. I just put him down for a nap, and I was pottering around when I developed severe pain in my tummy. I went down like a bag of potatoes. I couldn't stand. The pain was so intense that I thought I was dying. 
All I kept thinking of was my son and who would love him and care for him if I wasn't here. After a few minutes, the pain went away as quickly as it came on. However, I contacted my doctors to book an appointment to check what was going on. My doctor examined me and my tummy was tender. So he sent me for an endoscopy, which is where they send a camera down your throat to have a look at what's going on. Now, a week before my endoscopy, I had an amazing experience that I'll never forget. I woke up in the middle of the night and felt a presence in my room. I slowly shrugged it off and started to fall back asleep. However, I became aware of three childlike alien beings on my bed. I didn't feel scared, and I stood up, and I held hands with two of them, one on one side of me and the other two aliens on the other side of me. My bedroom wall then started to spin and turned into a portal, and all four of us walked through. We came to a massive room with lines of computers and large computer screens on the main wall, which much, uh, very much set up like the NASA Mission Control Center, but instead of humans at each computer, there were aliens. The room was white. Everything was white. And on the large screen on the main wall, there was a famous male celebrity. And I knew that they were studying this male celebrity. I then looked down at the aliens uh, that... I was with and instantly knew that these three little guys were also studying me and that they knew far more about me than I did about myself. They had been studying me right from the beginning of my life on earth. Now in the next scene, I remember I was lying on a medical bed and there was another alien which looked exactly like the childlike alien, but she was tall and, and adult-like. I knew she was female and she spoke to me using telepathy. She started the operation, and I started to scream. And I mean scream. And she stopped what she was doing and told me off in a very stern way. She said the pain wasn't real and that I couldn't feel anything and to be quiet. I did what she asked. She pulled two worm-like creatures out of my tummy. They wiggled and looked very much alive. I was shocked at what came out of me and disgusted. She said that there was one left in my tummy, but for some reason she left it in there. The last scene I remember was being outside, sitting at a table with the three childlike aliens having a cup of coffee. Aliens were walking to what seemed like work, and I was drinking coffee. I found it hilarious that they also had coffee and drank it like us humans. What I also found strange what that was that even though I was the only human there that I could see, no one gave me a second glance. It must have been common for them to see humans, I suppose. I went for my endoscopy a week later at my local hospital, and they found inflammation of my stomach. However, I feel that these beings helped me in some way and maybe even healed my stomach. Not 100% sure. But that is my conclusion now. Even though this was my first conscious memory of being invited to an alien world, I feel I must have been there many times before. I'm not sure why I was allowed to remember that experience, maybe to help with the healing process. I would love to know what those warm-like creatures were and how they got in my stomach. 
The worm-like creatures they extract from me reminded me of the scene in the first Matrix movie, which I found interesting. So in this next account, a Florida mother relates an experience that she and her daughter had with three tall, hooded humanoids who visited them one night and cured her daughter's inoperable brain cancer. I recently came across your blog. I read about Marie in Puerto Rico and a few other experiencers who, who were cured of terminal illnesses by unknown humanoids or extraterrestrials. And I'll get to Marie's account a little bit later. I wanted to add our experience to the record. Please do not use my name. We live near Orlando, Florida. On the night of July 25th, 2018, I was sleeping with my six-year-old daughter who had been suffering from an inoperable cancerous brain tumor. We were in her bedroom when we suddenly woke to see three tall hooded beings that were standing at the foot of the bed. Each of the beings had a strange glowing aura around them. They seemed to be communicating with each other, but not with my daughter and me. When I attempted to reach over to touch my daughter, I realized that she was unable to move. All she could do was move her eyes. The humanoids then came over to the side of her bed and very peaceful feeling came over her. The being that was nearest to my daughter bent over and touched her and everything went quiet. My memory ended at that point. Now the next day, my daughter experienced a massive nosebleed. She expelled a large very large blood clot from her nose, almost gagging her. A few weeks later, I took my daughter to the oncology center for a newly scheduled CT scan. Within a few hours after the scan, her oncologist called me at home. The sound in the physician's voice was of shock and disbelief. I was told that my daughter's tumor was completely gone, apparently removed by a laser, according to the oncologist. He asked me if I if she had, had undergone any surgery that he was unaware of. I told him that the only thing that I that had occurred was a nosebleed in the expulsion of a blood clot a few weeks previous. He asked if I had saved the blood clot, which I hadn't. The oncologist then ordered a battery test and other diagnostics. We were told that no cancer or lesions were found anywhere in her body. Three months later, my daughter was declared cancer-free. It's been four years since the diagnosis, and my daughter is very healthy and active. I talked to a woman in Tampa, Florida, a few years ago who told me of a similar encounter that she had experienced. She had stage 4 colon cancer that had metastasized throughout her body, including her brain. She described the three hooded humanoids that had visited her at home. Her cancer was totally removed. We are living proof that these incidents and miracles occur. Now, I had an interesting conversation with this witness who I'll call Kay. Um, I was curious if these humanoids had returned and if she and her daughter had experienced other anomalous activity. Um, she stated that nothing else had occurred and uh, that the oncologist had never told, you know, she never told the oncologist about the humanoid encounter that they had. Uh, and, and frankly, she doubts that the oncologist would have believed her anyway. So I, I mentioned Maria before. Uh, so starting in 2008, 
I was corresponding with a woman named Maria M. Rivera who lived with her family in Agueda, Puerto Rico. For many years, Maria and her family had been dealing with unknown humanoids in and around their property, which was surrounded by rainforest. This case was followed by my involvement with David Eckhart's family uh, home infestation and abductions. And David was also a beneficiary of a series of surgical procedures that permanently corrected a a debilitating arthritic condition. Mrs. Rivera was another abductee who was unable to convince ufologists of her experience until I started to report on her incidents. Now, her encounter started in November 2005 and lasted until late 2007. She had documented many of her experiences and sightings, including the following claim. She states, in this house where we live now, on November 3rd, 2007, at approximately 2 a.m., while in bed before I fell asleep, I saw a smooth, a small bluish-green neon light about the size of a penny coming from the window, moving through the bedroom in the dark, and I was being paralyzed while looking at it. Suddenly, my bed was surrounded by those creatures. Obviously, I was made unconscious because when I opened my eyes, I found myself naked in a different cold room and lying face up on a very cold stainless steel platform. This platform seemed to be floating on the air without legs or anything supporting it. It was narrow enough that each of my arms hung on each side. Still feeling paralyzed but conscious, they commenced injecting me with a long needle or something. I begged them with my thoughts to please not do it, but they ignored me. I also felt that they had put something metallic, like a round suction cup about five inches diameter on the right side of my abdomen. It felt like my flesh was being stretched and my insides were being sucked out like a powerful vacuum. I was in excruciating pain when they did that, but I was unable to scream or move. About five or six creatures surrounded the platform, one being taller than the others, and the rest were the short grays I previously saw in my backyard. This time, they were not communicating telepathically among themselves because I heard a weird, incoherent mumbling sound coming from them. However, I didn't see their mouths move. I remember calling them Marcianos or Martians. They revealed telepathically. In Spanish, that they don't like being called Martians, but preferred to be called creatures. When I got up the next morning, I had pain on my right side of my abdomen, but no mark was visible. Now, since my daughter doesn't sleep with me anymore because she now lives in Pennsylvania, I now sleep with my husband. He keeps telling me to wake up, wake him up when it happens. But I could not move or speak. Many times he stays awake late at night in bed, but nothing happens, so he falls asleep. I do, however, feel I have a sense of when they're around. Now, it's important to note here that I've had ovarian cancer and have had several operations to remove parts of my intestines. I also received several operations for, for breast cancer. 
I flew occasionally to New York City to see my private doctors, since here on the island, private doctors are reluctant to accept Blue Cross and Blue Shield or GHI, which I got from my husband's retirement. I was informed by the doctors in New York that the cancer had returned and that I urgently needed another operation. I used to be in constant stomach pain and noticed blood when I went to the bathroom. It was not the first time. The cancer had recurred before, and they operated on me after each recurrence. But after the encounter with those creatures on April 8, 2007, I returned to New York. Several tests were performed, and no cancer was detected. The pain and the bleeding had stopped. I truly feel that those creatures have cured me. What is my opinion of the creatures? I sincerely believe that they're benevolent and compassionate creatures, but I'm afraid of them. They do not have my permission to do what they, with my body whatever they please, although I believe they had cured me, but I'm not a guinea pig. Now, since that time, um, there have been many reports of UFOs and unknown beings around that same rainforest around Iguata, um, Puerto Rico. Obviously, a lot of a lot of interesting uh, reports from there. And in fact, Maria sent me a video years ago of a craft down in the rainforest. Um, it's up on the blog. I'll have to put a I'll have to put a link to it. If anybody's interested. Uh, I last conversed with Maria in 2010, but I don't have any further information on her status or whereabouts. So uh, in this next account, back in 1980s, I had the opportunity to talk to a retired Texas police officer who claimed that he was healed through alien intervention. Now, in September... Third, 1965, two police officers, Patrol Deputy Robert W. Good and Chief Deputy Billy McCoy, were driving along Highway 36 South in Damon, Texas. The two officers were returning from a high school football game. Now, Deputy Good was suffering from a painful, although minor, injury. He had been bitten in the left index finger by his son's pet baby alligator. The finger was red and swollen. Suddenly, Chief Deputy McCoy saw strange lights rising from the right side of the road. He pulled the patrol car off the road and pointed out the lights to Deputy Good. When Good looked, he saw the lights as well. At this point, the lights moved towards the police officers. They couldn't see any detail until the lights were very close. The object approached closer and shone down a beam of light on the officers. As McCoy says, says, the inside of the car was lit up by the bright light. Now, Good's left arm with the injured finger was hanging outside of the window when the beam struck. As Good said, I, I could feel the heat from the light. We got out of there. It was shortly after they left the area that Good noticed that his finger was no longer, longer throbbing in pain. As he says, I suddenly realized it was not bothering me, and, and I pulled off the bandage. I couldn't tell I'd ever been bit. Now, McCoy verified Good's story, saying the swelling had disappeared and the finger looked a lot better. And I did talk to both gentlemen. They both verified it to me as well. 
Now, I received the following account on June 20th, 2020. I later corresponded with this experiencer and gathered further details. Uh, they state, I live in Finland. I'm currently pregnant, and last night I suddenly had the most intense bleeding. I was 100% sure that I had miscarried. Our floor was filled with blood. I immediately called the hospital and asked for advice. The midwife said that I needed to get to the hospital quickly. In about 15 minutes, I was at the hospital, and they were checking me in. They said that I had a hematoma, which is bleeding profusely. The baby is doing fine, but the doctor said I could bleed for many days or maybe even weeks since the hematoma is quite big. So I left the hospital and went back home. I fell asleep, but I woke up every now and then to the fact that I was still heavily bleeding. After a while, I realized I couldn't sleep anymore and I needed to eat something. So I ate a kiwi fruit and drank some water. And after I started walking back towards the bed, I felt like I was going to pass out. I barely got on the, to the bed when I started to bleed even more. It was followed by the worst nausea you could ever imagine. I threw up for half an hour or so. Now, after I finished throwing up, I crawled up to a fetal position and my body was shaking all over. I did manage to sleep for a couple of hours. The shaking eventually stopped, but I was left wide awake, still bleeding and having some pain. Then I felt myself slipping into another reality. Most people would say it would be a dream, but it wasn't. I was awake in that other realm and fully conscious. A taxi with a taxi driver popped in front of me, and I felt this pull I need to jump inside the taxi. So I did. Immediately, I noticed that the taxi wasn't a taxi, and the driver was not human. He spoke to me telepathically. He drove to a certain location, stopped the car, and I felt I needed to get out of the vehicle. When I was out, he walked next to me and put his arm around me. He telepathically told me that I'm safe and it'll be okay. He also told me to raise my right hand, and as I did, he put his left hand towards it. I could feel a force field surrounding the palm of his hand, and then he put his hands and fingers together. He sent me energy or something. I'm not sure what it was, but I could feel it, and I knew it was healing me. Then he put his left hand, palm against my tummy and uterus, and sent those same healing vibes. It was unlike anything I ever felt on earth. Then he told me that it's better and if I'm, and if I'm unconscious. So I immediately blacked out. The feeling I was left with was immense peace and the sense of otherworldly protection. After the experience, the bleeding was almost totally gone. Some light bleeding was left, but it was very light compared to what had been before. Almost non-existent. There was no pain left, no nausea. The bleeding is now totally gone. All this happened less than 12 hours ago. The fake taxi and the fake human appearance of the driver looked like camouflage of some kind. Like he wanted to present himself to me in, a way for, in that way for some reason. Maybe he didn't want to be scared. I'm not sure. You know, it's interesting. I, 
I think I'm gra- I was grateful that she got a hold of me so quickly or wrote to me so quickly. And I, I, then I talked to her about, I think about two days later, uh, I had trouble getting a hold of her. But anyway, uh, she, she stated everything she had put in the, the email. So, uh, yeah, she really did believe that she was healed and this taxi driver, whoever it was, gave her some type of force field that actually healed her. So I'm about, I'm going to read the last account. So if you have any, um, if you have any questions, please post it in caps on the chat. In 1996, I received a telephone call from a woman who lived in Portland, Oregon, who claimed that alien intervention may have saved her life. On August 7th, 1989, a real estate broker, Katarina Wilson of Portland, Oregon, was injured by a nearby lightning strike while staying in Pensacola, Florida. She knew that she had been injured by the strike, but decided to wait until morning in the hopes that her condition would improve. Now that night, Katarina was taken aboard a UFO. She woke up to find herself lying on the table, suffering from excruciating chest pains. As Katarina watched from a dis associated state gray type aliens cut a square into her chest and attached a black mechanism with several extensions to the hole in her chest when the pain became particularly intense the aliens telepathically told her we are repairing your heart you will be okay now the next morning katarina woke up with a sore chest but was otherwise healthy As she says, the first thing I did when I got out of bed was look for a scar of a square cut in my chest. I found nothing. No blood on my sheets and no scar. My chest was sore throughout the day, but it was not as sore as I would have expected it to be uh, after such a radical operation. I believe this machine that had over my head was realigning the electrochemical impulses in my heart because... It had been altered by the lightning. Somehow, I believe the aliens were repairing the damage the high voltage of the lightning had done to my heart. Now, Katerina reports that she has undergone many operations at the hands of the aliens. Now, she says, They had performed surgery on me many, many times. It was shocking to remember the different times the aliens had performed surgery on me. What could the aliens do, be doing to me that would require my having surgery so often? It's not the first time I felt I may be part of a huge experiment. So, folks, you got questions, put them up there, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Mortal Clown, thank you for the, uh, the donation. Robo1776, thank you for the donation as well. Now, Robo1776, any thought of people receiving a cure or healing being a specimen of the ETs? Uh, Not necessarily in those accounts that I had gotten that I had read tonight, but I, I believe so in David Eckhart's case. Um, 
you know, if you, if you read my book, David explains a lot of different things that he saw by, uh, that he saw performed by the reptilians. And those are the beings that were involved with his, um, his encounters. Um, I, I, I do believe that maybe many of these, these folks are considered specimens. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that claim to have been abducted several times and have gone through many, many different types of procedures. So could they be considered, um, specimens? I, I don't know, but it, it's an interesting question. Marla Snyder, do you feel that these are experiments or true benevolent acts? I, I think in most most of these cases that I've read, I think those were benevolent. There have been others, and I will definitely dig those up and read them one here as well at some point, of um, intervention by some beings that does seem to be more of an experiment. Are they malevolent? I don't know if they're malevolent, but uh, in many cases, it does seem that they don't really care how, how the human feels or, you know, if they're in pain or whatever. Um, kind of the thing from nightmares, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I do have some, so I will, I will dig some of those out and we will, uh, We'll discuss them at another time. Thomas Carroll asked, could some medical breakthroughs have been facilitated by the ETs? I believe so. Um, I haven't talked to a doctor or a researcher or a medical researcher who, who come, has come forward and said that uh, they got their knowledge from an ET. Um, if there's some roundabout way of it being presented or something found, uh, I'm quite sure, you know, medical science has improved greatly, even since World War II. I mean, you look at, in, in Korea, you look at what a lot of those people in wartime went through. And, um, you know, the advances have just, and yeah, I mean, advanced so it's just so much, and it just continues to do so. You know, I'm at, as many times as I've been in a hospital and been under the knife, I, I'm amazed each time I go in to how much different things have evolved over the past my past sixty five years. Or you know, it is it is truly amazing. Um, I, I I think I think they do provide some type of medical breakthroughs. Um, some of the things I've heard over time, I tend to believe that they have helped now, as far as being able to facilitate and actually, you know, giving the knowledge to human doctors or others, I, I don't know how that, how that works, but I'm, I'm quite sure it has happened at some point. Mortal clown. Do you think ETs are the same as angels? Absolutely. I do. And you know I do as well, because <laughs> you and I have talked about it many times. Um, I, I I think uh, I think let's put it this way: I think angels are those angels that are around us 
are probably in the same realm as what you would consider an ET. Now, there's ET ultraterrestrials, other types of terrestrials or beings from, you know, if they come from the same place or they come from an otherworldly existence, you know, we don't really know that. But I, I believe, for the most part, that these beings are benevolent. Uh, I'm pretty sure the angels are, for the most part. Um, I have talked many times about using angels. Um, it's something I, I'm actually working on now for a show to exclusively on angels and in cases I've been involved with with angels and you know some of the things I have seen. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I guess that's about the extent I can answer that at this point, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think there is a, I think there is a correlation between these beings. Anything else folks? Well, I want to thank each and all of you for uh, watching and chatting. If you donated, it's truly appreciated. Your support's what makes all this possible. Please like, subscribe, and share. And if you have a sighting or encounter report that you'd like to be considered for the personal report show or post on Fams and Monsters, feel free to contact me at lawnstrickler at fansandmonsters.com. So until we meet again, have us have a really good weekend. Enjoy yourself. And next week, I think we're going to do some, we're going to do an interview next week. So, um, I don't know exactly what I'm, how, how we're going to do it yet, but I, I think it's going to involve something, something to do with, um, the Chicago Mothman sightings and some other things we've got lined up. So, um, I, I'll have it all up in a couple of days and then you'll all know. So y'all have a good weekend. Take care. Talk soon.